Hello and welcome back to Oh God, I'm in my 20s, the podcast where three clueless friends discuss the highs and lows of newfound adulthood and how to fake it till you make it. My name is Roshni. I'm Lishi. And I'm Singli. And as always, before we start, we're going to do the question of the day, which this week comes from Lishi. Would you guys rather have 10,000 live cockroaches living at your attic oh. or... Yeah, a person, one person alive. I stole this um, question from Sid. So if you're listening, hi. Sid, go to therapy. Oh. Okay, like surely surely 10,000 cockroaches because you can exterminate a cockroach without it being illegal. If I mm-hmm. exterminate a person, I go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> Unless the person wants to pay me rent. And then I will consider it. Yeah, I think I would agree with cockroaches just because like cockroaches don't, don't have the ability to... I don't know, spy or like invade your entire personhood. (laughs) Parasite. Yeah. I've also seen so many videos of like people living in, I don't know if they're real, obviously, but they're freaky either way. Like people living in the attic and then they come down when you're asleep and then do shit in your house. Like it's, it's, Mm, no. No, thank you. No, thank you. That was disturbing. Anyway. Um, This is the first episode in a new series that we're starting called the Heartbreak Series, where every episode, one of us is going to share our personal stories and experiences with heartbreak in a romantic setting. This week, we're starting with Lishi. The reason we're releasing the series now is because, like, I know it's March and Valentine's Day just ended, but we are entering what I like to call heartbreak season, because this is my theory. Um, December-ish or like winter, December to February, is cuffing season. This is well known. People get into relationships, left, right, and center. Okay, cuffing season. And that's like the typical three-month period where you have like the like lovey-dovey relationship, blah, 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 blah. And then the honeymoon phase is over. And once you like reach the end of February, beginning of March-ish, you are now left with the reality of your relationship or situation with whoever you're with and then if you realize oh shit I don't actually like you that much goddamn (laughs) you break up (laughs) you break up and then you enter heartbreak season so this is very topical thank you my theory will be published in journals are you releasing a paper is that what it's gonna be? Yeah, the, the theory isn't perfect yet. So currently I have three working seasons. So we have summer is obviously hot girl, hot girl summer, like hot girl season. You're you're doing your single shit. Do what it, like you know, you're just feeling yourself. And then yeah. the the current gap in the literature is autumn. Mm. I don't really know what phase that is. Current proposal is sad girl autumn. Okay, like maybe like romanticization. Uh, I'll come up with a better name. But autumn is like you're just walking outside and like looking cute with your little coats. I don't know. I'll, 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 announce, I'll announce the paper when it's done. Okay, so for this episode, like I said, we're starting with Lishi, who's going to spill some tea. Okay, I'll give you guys a, a, a long context. I was in my first relationship when I was... 13 and he was my senior from high school uh i'll call him daniel we both got together quite quickly actually and i'm pretty sure we skipped the whole let's get to know each other first thing so we went straight from oh i kind of like you to okay you know what let's get together and in hindsight Um, that's i have a question okay can can you real quick tell us about your first date with daniel (laughs) 
Okay, mind you, I was 13, so I had no idea what to do. Still old friend. enough to know better. <laughs> okay, so I think Daniel asked me out for a movie, but at the time I still, I wasn't close with him yet, so I wasn't sure. So I decided to ask my guy friend to accompany me. So it was a three people date kind of thing. And I sat in between them. Oh, no idea. But I remember I was sitting in between them and yeah, we only had one popcorn. <laughs> so like, two of them would reach out to me for the popcorn. And it was so funny. Oh, but I was scared. That's why I asked a friend to accompany me. You had a chaperone. <laughs> but it was so stupid. Oh. Yeah, I agree. I... I would never do that again. I've learned my lesson. Yeah, so that was our first date. And then, yeah, long story short, we we got together on and off for about four years. Yeah, and that's basically my entire high school life. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know how I feel about that, honestly. But to be frank, right, I was actually the one that initiated all the breakups. Yeah, breakups, because I broke up with him twice. What a Only crazy... Twice? twice officially it's crazy oh. i broke his heart twice mind you twice not once but twice it's something <laughs> i would never leave with myself but no the first time i broke up with him was because i wasn't supposed to be in a relationship you know how asian parents mm. were mm -hmm. and at the time it was actually true because i had to hide the relationship and it was so scary all the time it wasn't fun so i told him you know what i think i should respect my parents decision Oh, and not date but that that would have been really like respectable if you hadn't gotten back together <laughs> i know so that, that was so middle school like breakup excuse is so lame okay wait but, first first breakup was 13 or 14 um beginning of 14 because i remember okay. we dated for uh eight months Mm. And no, like no one knew. Did your sister know? I think only my sister knew. That's about it. Was the breakup initiated really truly because of the reason that was stated? <laughs> <laughs> was it an excuse? She's she's looking like. <laughs> I plead the fifth. Okay. <laughs> there is no fifth on the pod. <laughs> your fifth means nothing here. It was. Uh, I would say 50-50. I don't remember exactly what happened, but I remember feeling quite miserable mm. and not happy about it. That's why I was mm. like, you know, uh, maybe it's not really, it's not worth keeping it a secret and doing this so alone. Like, was it the guilt? The guilt for dating behind my parents' back? Yeah. Is that what made you feel shit? Oh, um, no. Like, it was him that made oh. me feel <laughs> so shit. So then it was like... Is it worth it to, to like... Is it worth it? Yeah. Oh. Red flags. <laughs> okay. <laughs> how how long were you broken up? I would say because now I'm 14 and that would be grade 8. I would say most of my grade 8, we were still... Oh, we were talking, but we weren't together. Okay, so that's the thing about me. Like, of our earth, like we broke up. But we still texted, we still texted like we were together or, okay, maybe not as sweet as we used to be, but we were clearly 
single but unavailable no. kind of thing. Like it was not clear because mm. there's a lot of back and forth. Like oh, let's try again. Let's get back together. Let's do this again. Blah blah blah. Yeah, what there else? was a lot of gray area. Our relationship was so complicated and toxic. It was complicated because you know we both still had feelings for each other, but we weren't together. Or I didn't want to be together. He was pretty clear on you know what I want to be with you. Like why don't you mm. want to be with me? But for me, it's like I have feelings for you, but I don't know if I want not to enough. get not enough to get back together again. It was toxic because I couldn't let him go completely. I couldn't set a boundary and tell him, "Hey, you know what? I think we should we should stop. We should not talk again. Mm. We should not get back together again." But I didn't do that, and that was my bad. And yeah, it was that that led us. To this toxic relationship that we had going on for the for the last two years, and here comes the second breakup. I don't know why I did it, but I remember us trying to get back together again. And this was, I think, I was seventeen, seventeen or eighteen. Wait, so before that question, you okay. stay broken up for most of fourteen, and then when do you like? What made you decide to get back together again? Did you just give in? Sorry, that sounds really bad, but did you just give in? <laughs> I think it's because Daniel is really, really persistent. Mm. He's, he had proven to me that he he mm. will always be there for me and he loved me. Quote, unquote, love. I don't think we both knew what love was. So he mm. loved me a lot and he stuck by me regardless of how many times I broke up with him. And I feel like that really showed. And obviously, I felt really guilty for doing that to him. So that, I think part of me wanted to get back to him so that I don't feel that guilt anymore and also really try to work it out but then clearly that also didn't last too long yeah that didn't work out I don't oh this is so that lasted a substantial amount of time though right if you go from like if we're generous and we say 15 mm-hmm. till 17 or 15 to 6 yeah I think 15, okay, I 15 to 16, I think it was a year because he went to pre-U after that. And mm. that's when we already have we have already broken up. But we you know, once again, we still talk, still texted. Okay, this, you know, I'm gonna call myself out. This is clearly my bad. What happened was when he went to pre-U, he started getting close with his female, um, uh, one of his no, he started getting close with this girl. And guess what? I got jealous. They hung out pretty often. They basically hung out every day, really close. And one day, he sent me a snap of some of his female friends. I don't even remember who that person was. I think, not lying, but on his chest, like taking a selfie of her on his chest. I think they were both standing, but you can, you can kind of see what's No, going. I remember what it was. Because <laughs> you, I think yeah, I called Roshmi right, right after that, yeah. This is because we were going from basketball practice to cheer practice and you saw it. <laughs> you got really sad and you went to the bathroom. <laughs> um, I think it was uh, like they were sitting down and she had his like arm on his like leg or something. Like they were clear, they clearly had to be very close in order for her to show up in that snap. Very sus, very sus. Wait, I think that's a different story. That's the, another snap. Oh. And that's my first ever heartbreak. Because oh, I saw it and 
I don't I don't know what happened to me, but I felt I cried, I teared. I didn't just tear, I cried my heart out. Mm. I could physically feel the ache in my heart. But the thing is, I wasn't even, I didn't even have the right to do it. But I did because at that time, once again, you know, we were in a toxic relationship and we assume that we are single but unavailable. And Mm -hmm. it was pretty clear that it was that. It's not his fault for doing that. Honestly, if anyone, Mm -hmm. I could do it you know like it's not his fault because it's not official and it was it was complicated I felt like I didn't have the right to feel that way but I did experience my first heartbreak from watching that snap and that's when I reflected and I thought maybe I actually do like this guy and it's time for me to commit and not back up again and actually try to work it out. So and did yeah. you try to commit? I think I tried because I told him, let's not get together until we actually start dating or like start getting to know each other again or, you know, to mm-hmm. take things slow. And I told him that, you know, I actually want this to work because at the time I didn't really trust him because mm-hmm. a lot of, um, he had a lot of um, instances with girls or like with a girl that made me really insecure and I don't I didn't trust him and I think that snap that I received at chair practice mm. was one of the reasons why I felt that way so I was like you know what I think we should build a foundation first so that mm-hmm. we can make sure that we don't break up again yeah like start and from I'm going to tell my parents deal. about this and I yeah, I was planning to tell my parents about this so I don't have to hide anymore. But um, yeah, but no, we didn't end up getting together. <laughs> Is it because there were too many instances with that girl or other girls? Or was it just, it just didn't work? At that time, it was the girl, that girl that kind of stopped us from getting together because clearly they were, they had something going on. But I think that was me finding another excuse for a way out. Mm. <laughs> like looking back why did that always was the case though like why did you always search for like a another reason to like chicken mm. but to be fair the girl thing it was quite big it was quite serious no like I re- yeah I feel like I I I'm on the side of like that wasn't okay but carry on <laughs> yeah. so nice but we will discuss besides um having the girl issue okay a bit of context the girl issue is just um he had this girl best friend and they were really really close close to the point where she would go to his taman or meaning like his his area house area to watch him play basketball just Mm. he just her alone going there and oh oh yeah who would do that and he i did not know that and she had his um, phone password and she would send snaps of herself to me or to, to his streaks. And I was his, one of his streaks and I got it. And I told him, oh, I'm not comfortable with that. I don't think I like that. Can you not let that happen again? And he said, she has my password. I can't do anything about it. She's my best friend. Uh, I have a potential solution. Change oh, wait. your password. Oh no, I think he said something like, oh, I'll try to, or I already changed it, but I can't 
basically can't really cut her off or stop her from doing all this because they are best friends. So I think it got mm. to a point where I'm like, oh, I don't think it's going to change. And you know what? I think I'm done. Mm. Yeah, fair. If this girl really likes him, I kind of feel like he deserves her more than me. At least she doesn't treat him shitty, right? Was that what you I thought mean, at that time? Obviously not. But right now, that's what, I, <laughs> that's what I feel. At that time, it was like, why are you doing this? Like, you... You are giving me a lot of mixed signals. Like you say you want to work on it, but you know, it's not showing. Mm. Wait, so you, you currently think you currently think you were being shitty to him? Shitty. Like like in I, hindsight, you think you weren't treating him well? Of course, I wasn't a very good girlfriend at all. I was not a good mm. girlfriend. And I was but I learned a lot from this relationship. So as much as I don't want to go through that again. I'm glad that it happened. Potentially, I don't think it's controversial, but potentially a controversial opinion. Um, I don't think either of you were very good partners in the relationship. So I don't think it was you being shit to him. I think the both of you just were like clinging onto each other mm, that's, for that's a sense true. of familiarity, which is really fair enough. But I also think that like something like that was bound to happen from either one of you just because of the situation. But, and I... And probably bias. I feel like you would have handled it better than he did, cause he handle. didn't. He didn't try handle like finding uh, or like having feelings for someone new. Mm. Mm. Cause like, he didn't try like, the to turn like and yeah want to sort of like meet someone. Mm. New. Yeah, I feel like he didn't try to shield you or like protect your feelings at any point he was just like oh this is happening and I know that you know what's happening and I know that you're being hurt by this but because I don't have a direct um contribution it's somehow not my fault but that's not true because he was being a bystander the whole I can't do anything she has my phone password you can't or you won't to be fair I can't understand why he did that I don't blame him because if I was in his situation being hurt by this person twice and still tried to make him be my boyfriend again like do anything that I can to make things happen again but he's not reciprocating that energy back if another came up to me and show a bit of interest and give me a bit of attention obviously mm. I would enjoy that and I don't blame him at all I get it and we were young guess what they ended up being together so yeah Hey, you also had your happy ending. <laughs> I also have my happy ending. But yeah, your instinct is always right. <laughs> <laughs> After breaking off that four-year relationship, you think that I will be, yes, I'm free. I'm a free bird. But <laughs> I was actually depressed. Yeah, you were sad, sad. I was sad, sad. I think that's the saddest I've been even though it was it was a toxic relationship, but wow, like ending it for real, it's like holy shit. Girl, I think that I was think... a long time, like that you guys were together. Yeah, I think so, it like, makes that sense. sense. <laughs> I think also, so. like he he was a huge part of your life. Like you you oh. grew together, really? even even with the flaws, you grew you grew together, and he was he was a big chapter. Mm-mm. It would have been like weird if you weren't affected. <laughs> mm sociopath <laughs> you guys are friends now like friends-ish kind of we don't block each other we don't I don't hate him <laughs> but <laughs> like sometimes 
rarely lah. But he doesn't text me just to like, hey, how are you doing? But more like, hey, uh, oh, you, you are here? Like, how was it? Oh, okay. That's uh, it. Okay. Like, like- text me to know actually know more about that thing that I'm doing or like the place that I'm at like mm. about rather than how yeah 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 okay that's kind of nice that he feels comfortable asking yeah. those questions though I would say he's closer to my boyfriend now than he is to me oh, I still find that really strange like, but... <laughs> yeah he, um, they are not that close but if we have to say he's I would say that he's closer to Marcus that's actually really nice though I don't know like seems like everyone moved on really maturely and like yeah yeah that's really ha- nice I'm happy for his relationship now but yeah, but I have a slightly oh, nosy question <laughs> Okay, we're actually oh. go ahead with your nose. <laughs> Sorry. Is it is it with the same girl? Yeah, it is the same girl best friend. Oh damn. It's like Haley. What a story. Haley I was Selena. Is that the best comparison? <laughs> is that the most amiable comparison? I was Selena and she's Haley. Oh wow. She, she she was Selena. She was Selena. <laughs> hey. <laughs> question now in like you know current you would you date the current your ex a hundred percent no <laughs> oh the hundred percent why is it like a general question or i actually have to put my ex in it's like in yeah, this... specific to him like like his him currently like imagine if you met him now like you now met him for the first time now no i wouldn't it, like it not even attracted at all. No, the oh my god, this this is so mean. But my attraction to him was definitely higher back in middle school than it is now. Especially mm-hmm. after experiencing like what a healthy relationship is and what I can actually achieve. I know I deserve a lot better, and I mm. so I wouldn't be with my ex if I were to see him now Mm-mm. he wouldn't be my type yeah i have a follow-up question yes completely hypothetical of course you guys are so would mean. you <laughs> <laughs> it's just reflection would you set one of your friends up with your ex the, the current version of your ex foregoing any history that you had foregoing any history that I had as in like it had never happened parallel universe hey that's I can't do that I have to consider all those no no as in you know you know what you know oh okay about past him but you also know what you know about current him mm. would you set one of your friends up I wouldn't he loves too much and too hard and it may sound mm. like a romantic thing but to be honest, it's not. Like, you gotta put yourself first and love yourself first. And mm. he gives too much and people can take that for granted. And then he will be miserable, but he will still stay in the relationship because he's loyal. He thinks he's loyal. But sometimes loyalty mm. is not used like that. You gotta leave just because it's not serving you. So I'm not saying my friends would do that to him, but I feel like he might have to figure that side of him first, then only maybe consider. consider... Damn, sorry, Singway, you missed your shot. Yo, yikes. (laughs) (laughs) I think I found the reason why I was attracted to him. Ooh. And like why I got I mean why we why I got myself into this freaking four year relation situationship. <laughs> it was because I was into bad guys, bad boys, sorry. 
that boy. <laughs> okay, so was I. <laughs> we went in different directions. I went to one path. Mine came a bit later, but it also happened. Huh? <clears throat> Oh yeah! See, we all we all we all went in different directions. I went to Wattpad because I was a nerd. Lishi picked a real person. Seaways was just delayed. Delayed everything. Delayed. Yeah. So when I realized that, I laughed my ass off. I was like, "Oh my god, why am I so dumb?" It really says a lot about our school that Daniel was the bad boy. <laughs> to be fair. He was probably, uh, I don't want to say bad, but he's not bad, it's because he's not baddie, but <laughs> he's not a baddie, he just had like slight anger issues. He had a, he had anger issues and yeah. yeah. but did he have tattoos and a motorbike? It doesn't count, man. Did he sneak into your window at night? No. I mean, still dated him for four years. no Tom Cruise. <laughs> So would you say you're dating a bad boy now? Oh, he's not the best. <laughs> Aspiring <boy>. bad boy. <laughs> he has time. Uh, he has time. No, he's the complete opposite of my ex. Do you think that played into your decision to, to date him or your attraction to him? At the time, I wasn't thinking much about it. I just knew I was really happy. And yeah, I was just really happy. <laughs> well, simp. <laughs> I was a simp. And definitely like, now that I actually get to know Marcus more he's very very different from my ex and I feel like Marcus is way more suitable for me than my ex Mm -hmm. was what what would you say was your biggest lesson from everything that happened be honest with yourself and with your partner don't stay in a relationship just because you are afraid to break it off yeah like when you know someone is not meant for you you just have to find a way to break the cycle and it took me four years so I totally understand mm. when someone when someone's going through a toxic relationship and they are still in it because it's not easy it's very difficult for you to believe that you can actually find someone better for you mm. yeah it's crazy and like how, how a lot of people don't realize that in your current relationship which like has been going on for a while have you ever sat down and like ask yourself those questions of is this person actually good for me or is this habit i did i had an argument with marcus a few months back like that argument made me reflect my whole like relationship and myself Mm -hmm. my self-worth basically at the time i was like should i continue this relationship or should i just not for because you know i deserve better that kind of thing but Mm. then i've decided that it's worth going and so far I'm right so I, I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm quite lucky so that's good but because of that argument I realized of my self-worth and I know that if this happens again I will never let it slide and I will just break it off because you have to protect yourself and you have to surround yourself with like a strong support system where they can support you when you need to make that decision so Slay. I definitely have thought of that and just want to be more honest with myself and do what I preach. I always think about this comedian. He his name is Daniel Sloss. You've probably heard of him. Um he one of his specials, he talks about this metaphor for life where your life is a jigsaw puzzle and you're just trying to you have these four corners that make up a happy life and in the middle is your happiness piece, which for a lot of people he thinks 
they they think the happiness piece is the partner piece and he brought up a point of like oh when you realize that you've been trying to make someone fit into your jigsaw puzzle and they don't fit even if you've been together with them for like five years it makes no sense for you to be like oh well I've done this for five years and I might as well keep going um and I think he says um do I admit the last five years of my life have been a waste or do I waste the rest of my life on that like analogy of like the 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 happiness piece and like a memory of someone also telling me something similar but not nearly as like uh deep Mm -hmm. it was just if you ordered something bad at a restaurant that was the first mistake don't commit the second mistake of eating it question what if I have anxiety and I'm scared to send it back (laughs) or what if I'm really hungry and I don't want to wait <laughs> okay, so to wrap up, what will we say the t- the main takeaways from this episode are? Be honest with yourself and with others. I guess give yourself time to learn who you are and what you need. Oh, I think one that Lishi needs to remember is to forgive yourself because you were literally 14 and a child. Like even even at 17 you were still a kid. So mm-hmm. That's true. Yes, I've moved on from that relationship, but I don't know if I can fully forgive myself for what I've done, mainly because he was feeling distressed because mm. of at me. At the time? At the time. Before we parted our ways, when, when we broke it off, he gave me like a box of like letters that he wrote for me or like uh, letters and he gave that to me. I didn't finish reading all of them when I received it in 2019. I think 2018 or 2019 and it's only recently I decided to read it again because I was like you know I think I'm mentally prepared for what's what's in there Mm -hmm. and I read it and holy shit you could see that I made this man miserable every single day I think I need a long time to forgive myself for doing that yeah okay we have time yeah so that's it for this week's podcast um next week will be very similar it'll just be Singway's turn yikes wait is it me next I thought <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's you next because I called dibs on going last <laughs> um, that's it for this week's podcast before we wrap up we're gonna do a new thing which is recommending you our favorite songs of the week so I'll go first mine is Woo for the Children by Nas mine is I'm Fine by Ash. Wow. <laughs> um, mine is Nonsense by Sabrina Carpenter. I think it's an unexpected one for me, but I just literally discovered it today. <laughs> and Miss um, Carpenter's performances are really good. We will put all these songs onto a playlist that will be on our Instagram if you're interested. But thank you for listening. We hope you tune in next week. 